Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats in this league, and we will, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to. And, of course, we'll talk about what's coming up in week four. That's right. It's week four, everybody. We Three weeks are under our belt. This week is rivalry week, so we have a lot going on, a lot of side bets, a lot of shenanigans, and a lot of transactions and interesting things going on in the league. So let's get right to it. No time to waste. It's time for news and notes. Last week in fake sports, we had some overachievers and underperformers. So Craig, who's 3-0, overachieved to take a commanding win over Matt. Craig, you get the overachiever of the week. Uh, Colin, you're also 3-0. You put up a huge amount of points, led by Matty Ice against Beach. Uh, Glenn notched his second win by dominating Tom, who was not at all helped by uh, Amari Cooper getting, like, one point. Sorry, Tom. Uh, Pete, who's 0-3, uh, just shat the bed. Pete, uh, sorry, man. It's true. Against John, who, who put up a solid... Uh, uh, turnout there. Pete only got three points total from Stefan Diggs and Nelson Aguilar. So that was mostly unlucky, I think. Uh, Pete is, uh, as we all fear, a much better manager than that. And uh, lastly, uh, or not lastly, Drew, uh, who is 3-0 now. Sorry, got that backwards. Just barely uh, got the win against Scott. Drew has been underperforming his way into a win, sort of failing upwards again and again. And Scott just didn't, didn't quite what he needed out of James Conner against the Bucks. Uh, Scott wound up then trading James Conner to me, and we'll talk about that transaction soon. So uh, let's see. Overachiever of the week? That'd be Craig. And underachiever of the week? Uh, don't have a sound effect for, but probably Pete, I would say. Um, a lot of a lot of fun fantasy football though this past week. Now talking about what happened in the uh, in the off days, uh, basically Tuesday through Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, something like that. There were games Thursday, but still transactions. Uh, we had a, at least one trade uh, so far. So as I mentioned, Scott traded James Conner to me, and I traded him Joe Mixon for the privilege of having Mister Conner. Scott. I appreciate the emotion, but I fear that maybe you're tilting because that deal seems like I definitely got uh, the better end of it. I say that now, being the most foolish and unlucky person in all of our league. So, yeah, well, maybe not most unlucky. Uh, I would say, like, you know, people with worse records are more unlucky, but I seem to be the foolishest, I would say. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. And we had a ton of of transactions on the waiver wire people throwing around their fab all over the place so glenn picked up ryan fitzpatrick for 11 bucks over my six dollar bid Pete got calvin ridley for 16 dollars over uh colin and he also got chris carson for eight over brett's six uh scott got tyler eifert for another 16 dollars over colin's eight uh colin was betting eight on a lot it seems uh i got the la chargers uh over john i I paid seven dollars to them i forgot that joey bosa was hurt i'm just gonna say that right now I, i thought they'd be a good defense to pick up uh seattle has a great matchup this week against arizona and beach rightly just picked him up uh later from the from the waiver wire so 
Yeah, probably the worst transaction of the week would be me. Uh, let's see what else. I I paid the big money this week. I I got Tyler Boyd over Pete, so I, I paid seventeen. Pete bid fifteen. So uh, take that, Pete. I guess I hope he's good for me. I've got uh, Andy Dalton this week, so hopefully I can get a stack, maybe something like that. Drew got uh, Javorius Buck Allen over Pete's zero dollar bid, and Drew uh, once again got uh, Devin Funches for nine dollars over Matt's three. So that was the the hot action, I would say, would be the waiver wire. Uh, But definitely there were a few of us throwing our money away. So Matt, Big Matt, the commish, uh, threw $9 out for Jack Doyle. He only needed to use zero. Uh, Glenn got Chris Ivory for nine, also $9. Drew got Ben Watson for six. Derek got the Pittsburgh defense for five. I got Andy Dalton for three. Beej, you picked up Seattle later, but you paid $10 for him which I don't really get, given the fact that their matchups after this aren't that good. And Derek got uh, Kelvin Benjamin for $5. So a lot of us throwing money away, but of course we had some people pick up free agents. Brett Beege got Baker Mayfield, Mr. Baker the Baker, uh, this week for, for $0. Maybe you read that article on The Ringer about how Baker might be good for everybody's fantasy season in Cleveland. Uh, Colin got Vance McDonald, Mr. Stiff Arm. Uh, for free, John got the Green Bay defense. Colin got Adam Vinatieri, and Matt got Austin Safarian Jenkins. So a lot going on, a lot of roster churn. And just a, a side comment about that, uh, Matt in the chat was calling us movers and shakers out there. Everybody who's putting in these bids and and doing a lot of transactions, saying we're playing scared, playing defensive. Firstly, screw you. I'm not defensive. I'm just dumb. But uh, secondly, look at the record, man. You're own three. Uh, and I have the least fab remaining of anyone. So maybe he's right. I feel like uh, a lot of us uh, in the league are playing better than our records, uh, except for you, Drew. You're, you're doing normal, and your record's way too good. But uh, otherwise, you know, I think uh, maybe there's some point to that, Matt. I don't want to say that you're wrong, especially since I am feeling defensive over my past failings, like giving you Patty Mahomes. Uh, I, I, you know, I I lead the league in moves. I'm tied for the number of trades, and I I lead the league in fab spent. And here's who I've dropped so far this season. I dropped Patrick Mahomes. I dropped Cooper Cup. I traded away Matt Barreto for Zach Ertz. And so far, Matt Barreto, especially with the injury to... uh, sorry to Jimmy G, is looking like he's going to be C.J. Beathard's great first, last, and only option there. And uh, I also have picked up and paid for the privilege to pick up Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, twice. Uh, The first time I did it, he underperformed. I dropped him, and then he had a wonderful week. And now uh, I'm hoping that he has a good matchup. Hoping there. We will will see against... uh, atlanta's defense which has been horrible so hopefully he has to throw a bunch and uh yeah craig and colin you're you guys are at three and oh each of you and you have a hundred dollars all of your fab left and you're undefeated which means clearly you're doing something right and the rest of us might be doing something wrong but that's all to say we uh, are trying to all make the best rosters and best transactions possible uh, for week four. Coming up into week four, we've got a lot to look forward to. We have the story of the three undefeated people so far, Craig, Colin, and Drew, and the three defeated people 
so far. Derek, Matt, and Pete, uh, will they change their records in a positive direction? Will the 3-0 people continue to be undefeated? I'm, I'm guessing so. I think two out of the three of each of those people will will have their perfect or completely terrible records uh, improved this week. But uh, we will see. So we got a lot of matchups to watch. We got a ton of stuff going on. It is rivalry weekend. Uh, just, to, just to recap, I think last week there were some side bets. I know I owe a drink, and I'm going to do that right after I edit this show uh, because I lost our prices right rules bet by the most. Derek and I both underperformed. I thought we would at least overperform a little bit. It's gotta it's gotta come up black sometime, you know? And uh and I guess two hundred points I think we combined for like one seventy something or I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drink right after this. But uh so coming ahead, we've got rivalry week where Matt has paired us up into our biggest rivals. So uh, I don't know exactly how that was all calculated, but uh, Tom is facing John, um, and they uh, there may be a side bet involved for the for a tuck shot. I'm not going to explain that of the loser for the winner. And just as not look, uh, Tom seems like a very volatile roster. He's very boom bust with Amari Cooper, Chris Hogan, Tariq Cohen, all these guys who are playmakers, but they don't have totally the volume to, uh, you know, to be a solid thing every week. So he could go very big or very low. And uh, it's not a great week for him to have Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers on a bye. Meanwhile, John is hoping that A.J. Green is healthy. I'm not because I have Tyler Boyd, you know, the other wide receiver, uh, I guess two on that team and that uh, John's hoping that Travis Kelsey has another great game led by Patrick Mahomes against Denver's vaunted defense. Uh, let's see Matt versus Glenn. Glenn uh, helped himself out to a great start uh, with Gurley having a nice game, but according to Yahoo projections, which I, I need a soundboard here. I need a, a sound to when I, to play when I talk about how bad Yahoo projections are, but that, Matt still has the slight edge, and we will see what happens, but there may be a hockey-themed G-string for the loser in the works. We've also got, and I mentioned, you know, we got the battle of the 3-0 teams. We got Craig versus Colin. These are both very strong teams. So far, Colin looks to have an edge so far. So far. But anything can happen. It's fantasy football, and these edges are brought to you by Yahoo. So who knows? Craig has Drew Brees versus the New York Giants, so I think that Brees' projection is through the roof. And uh, Colin was was helped. He was off to a great start. Um, he was helped by Brandon Cooks having a great night against Minnesota on Thursday. What a... What an amazing offensive game that was. Uh, and Colin also has Saquon to play this week against New Orleans. So that will be a, a good show to watch. But Craig Craig has the Bears D, uh, which, thanks to Khalil Mack, Mr. Mack, sack attack, uh, has completely proven to be a great defense. And a lot of interceptions potentially uh could be had against fitz magic so we'll see that one's that one's gonna be an interesting toss-up i think we've also got scott versus beach both one and two scott uh his minnesota d put up negative three and dalvin cook put up a big two against the rams front so scott shot himself in the foot um but for Beach, that's that's not at all a sure thing. Either one of them could shoot them in the foot further, you see, because Denver could completely stop Kareem Hunt pretty, pretty good uh, with that big front line. And uh, who the hell knows about Baker Mayfield, right? I mean, is he going to be elite? Probably not. Is he going to be stoppable? Probably. But we'll see. 
And we've also got Derek versus Pete. Now, sorry, Derek. Pete had Cooper Cup and Stephon Diggs on Thursday. Those were two receivers for those teams playing each other. Put up huge, huge points. And uh, Pete, basically, he's at 50 with three players. He only scored 60 points last week. So he's definitely bettering himself, if nothing else. And Derek, bless his heart, uh, failed to start Jared Goff, uh, picking Phillip Rivers, which probably on paper was the better choice against the Minnesota D. But Jared Goff, wow, what a night. He put up 48 points uh, in our league scoring format from the QB. So let's hope that uh, Rivers has an even better game, make this one a close one. So Derek... I think overall, for an 0 three guy, man, you've been you have a good roster. You've been making good management decisions. It's just been uh, some unlucky breaks, and that's how the early season really goes. Is we're still all feeling out what the shape of the year is going to be, and uh, we're starting to do that now, going into week four. So we got a lot of matchups, a lot of side bets yet to reveal themselves. Uh, lastly, I, I I'm off uh, against Drew this week, and uh, Drew already had a great. Uh, game out of Adam Thielen. He got 19 points, but I've got an edge on paper still. I mean, I need to, I need OBJ to be big this week, and I'm betting that hopefully a Dalton Boyd stack in the, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, uh, giving James Conner a lot of carries instead of, say, Big Ben throwing a lot to AB and Alex Collins rushing a lot. Hmm. Well, yeah, we'll see. But the coolest part, the reason why I bring that up is that Drew is going to be in Brooklyn for where I live uh, for a wedding this next week so we are going to do the punishment from the from this upcoming week next weekend and we're going to film it for y'all and uh and we'll put that up so uh excellent i'm i'm looking forward to that one however it goes i think it's going to be a fun one uh yeah so a lot a lot of great stuff um other drama just you know last week i think we forgot to have a gift of the week so this week's gif of the week is actually not a gif it goes to tom's man boob his moob we're all still shuddering and uh yeah it it yep you you did it uh it wasn't a gif but you did it good job tom (sighs) why do we do this anyway uh maybe it's because we enjoy football and so just looking ahead at the uh games this week that we're looking forward to what games are you looking forward to by the way you can always write in or text me or whatever most of you know me but uh i would say but for my fantasy team, I'm really invested in the Cincinnati-Atlanta game and the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. And I think those are going to be interesting games for a variety of reasons, not just my fantasy team. But the most interesting game, I think, is going to be to see how the 3-0 and Miami Dolphins, wow, fare against the 1-2 and Pats at home at Id Foxborough. I think it's going to be angry Tom Brady. I think the Pats are going to put up a fierce, fierce fight. But, you know, Julian Edelman's still out. And uh, and they still have you know a bunch of injuries and a bunch of uh, other stuff going on. And meanwhile, the Dolphins have been red hot, so we'll we'll see. Uh, of note, this is the first time in two weeks the Pats have had the same record one and two as the Bills and the Jets in their conference. So uh, yeah, or division rather. Not a great time for the Pats. Maybe maybe they're panicking. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, so that's pretty much our show this week. That's the show. That's what happened in the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest. Otherwise, uh, in the bakery news, normally I talk about Baker Mayfield and what, what he's up to. I didn't research it this week, so instead I'm going to talk about what I'm doing in my bakery, my home bakery, my kitchen. I'm going to make a cake. I'm going to make a chocolate olive oil cake, and it's going to be great, and I'm going to have some friends over, and we're going to eat it. And that's how I roll on the weekends. 
just a little tip in case you want to do the same. So thanks so much for joining us. Have fun watching football this weekend, everybody. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see what happens here on the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. Drama. (laughs) Right there. Yep, for